2: Good afternoon, everybody. It is a football Friday on the Steve Jones Show. Macatrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Kia Hyundai, great selection of new and pre-owned inventory. A sales staff that is there for you not just there for the sale depending on what your budget needs may be whether it's a pre-owned or a brand new car and a service department there for you with many awesome technicians ready to serve you with the diagnostics all the inspections all the routine maintenance and now smc is looking for more of those awesome technicians so if you're interested you're going to work in the quick lane car light truck service heavy truck service body frame and alignment and Towing Departments. Whether you're an experienced technician, you're an entry-level technician looking for your first job, or maybe you're just looking for a career change, well, SMC would love to hear from you. Stop by in person. Apply online at sunburymotors.com or call Todd at 286-7746. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 Humble's Wharf, and online at sunberrymotors.com. And every Friday show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, micro brews, best selection of beer anywhere, water, wine coolers, soft drinks, snacks. They roast those peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. It's time to get stocked up for another full football weekend. It's... Championship Saturday tomorrow across college football. Even got a little taste tonight with USC and Utah. We've got high school basketball starting across the area. Eagles tight in Sunday. Steelers-Falcons Sunday. Time to get stocked up now. All at Brewers, Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Another loaded show on this football Friday. We just heard from Action Network's Brett McMurphy yesterday, that's online in case anybody missed that podcast. I highly recommend listening to that. There were some really interesting points from Brett in the final second half of that podcast. And today, we're going to hear a little bit more from CBS Sports Dennis Dodd at 4.06. Always look forward to having him on as well for a little bit more on where things stand with the CFP. Now that it's expanded to 12, will it ever go to 16 Penn State in the Rose Bowl odds and how that might play out other storylines happening now across college football as we approach championship Saturday and of course Utah USC tonight so that's at 406 and former Penn State defensive lineman Robert Windsor will join us at 335 today so looking forward to hearing from him of course had a Tough NFL career, but he's trying to work his way back. So looking forward to hearing from Mr. Windsor at 335, Steve. Yeah,
0: we good to have Rob on. i following the football team closely, so we'll talk to him about that. And then about his XFL plans. How are you today?
2: I'm good. Ready for one more football Friday night of the year. And ready for a fun football weekend. And some basketball mixed in, too.
0: Yeah, um, the ESPN is going to have a defection. Did you see that? No, I didn't see this. Chris Felica, the Bear.
2: Oh According yes, to, that I did see. Yeah, he's going to Fox. Yeah. Yes.
0: Going to Fox. Another one. Making be the switch. Big noon kickoff. Yeah. That's two now. Tom Rinaldi. Is already there. Um, so, uh, Mike uh, Mulvahill is the Vice President of Strategy and Analytics, and uh, he says, it, and to his credit, Another sizable step forward for Big Noon kickoff this season, averaging 1.6 million viewers in the 11 a.m. hour, growing 12 percent over 2021. But to his credit, he put this out. Have to also say congrats to the crew at College Game Day for another season of growth. It'll be a good thing for college football that over four million people now routinely watch Fox and ESPN pregame shows from 11 to si- from 11 to noon wasn't that long ago that 4 million people weren't watching noon games, let alone pre-games. So if they're getting 1.6, that means ESPN's getting 2.4. They say that Felika's new role will focus on sports betting. Hmm. Is that becoming a big thing? No, just kidding. Oh my almighty! I swear, half the questions we get now have some betting component behind the question. I swear. Is this guy playing? Is this guy not playing? If you know, what about this? What about? That? I swear it. I'm. I'm going to wonder. I'm just wondering if about 50% of the questions we're getting have a betting component behind them. I don't care whether it's going out to speak to a group or whether it's doing a pregame show. I don't know what you've thought.
2: I still tend to like game day better. Nothing really excites me about Fox News. Big noon kickoff, to be perfectly honest. I'm not a big fan of really any of the analysts. Rob Stone's Okay. I mean, Bear will be a nice addition for them. Always like Tom Rinaldi, but I, I, I've, I've never been that big a fan of Big Noon. I'd rather much watch College Game Day.
0: I don't really watch much of any of them. I watched a little bit of Game Day this year. I did watch a little bit of Game Day when I went to Rutgers.
2: Uh, I haven't either. to be honest with you, just with my personal schedule on Saturdays.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Now, part of it is obviously what I do, you know. So at times I've got to be at a stadium, or I'm traveling between games, or whatever. Um, so I mean that does happen. So I'm not that I'm not being critical of game day at all, and I'm not being critical of Fox, big noon kickoff, not being critical of either one. I'm just talking about how does it fit into my life and what I'm doing. Um, I know I watched a little bit of game day when they were in Montana. When were they in Montana? Was that the Rutgers game?
2: Yeah, I think that was a week or two ago. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so I did watch that, but I also went down and had breakfast with John Schaefer. Uh, Remember, John was the uh, starting quarterback when Penn State won the national title in 86, so I had breakfast with him, and then I went up and watched the rest of game day after breakfast for about an hour, 11 to noon. Because we weren't leaving the hotel till 1 o'clock. So, and I watched a little bit of the first game. I watched some of game day before the Michigan State game. But of course, I watched a little bit of it because you know me. <laughs> What was I doing? I was out and it was 50 degrees, so I was out in the yard. Um, I have a lawn sweeper, and so I had the lawn sweeper hooked up. And so during game day, I was sweeping up leaves. (laughs) I know you want me to pace back and forth before games, but. We'll just add this to the list. (laughs) But I had to get it done. It was going to rain the next day. So I was like, okay, I'll hook this thing up. Like, I mean, by the time I get to Thursday, I am completely ready for the game. So there's no, you know, and I had to be make sure I was ready for Friday night's game. I did Friday night's game with Lafayette first. And then I did Michigan State the next day. Well, I couldn't do anything on Friday. I had a basketball game. Well, Saturday morning I had time, so I went out and I had to, you know, I knew these guys were going to pick them up. It was going to rain on Sunday, so I spend an hour and a half out there with the lawn sweeper getting rid of leaves (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd love it (laughs) what what do you want me to do pace back and forth like I'm some sort of nervous wreck I'm not nervous (laughs) like even remotely close what do you want me to do
2: I just always think back to the Auburn game last year, and just from that point on, I just always just laugh. And it's it's perfectly fine what you do. It's just other people's thoughts of it and just that one. The very first time we talked about it, it just always gives me a chuckle. (laughs) Because I'm the same way, too. I'm I'm lucky if I get to a stadium on time where I'm supposed to go because I come from here most of the time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you.
0: I, look the i mean i'm not i'm not the nervous type to begin with so i there i i know some people get nervous before broadcasts i don't know if you do or not um try to think if kevin ever told me you got nervous for broadcasts
2: did you i mean you ever told i, I I think Kevin gets a little nervous
0: before a broadcast.
2: Nowadays, he's got a lot on his plate to get on before a game, so I don't think he's... I'm not going to say he's not nervous, but let's say he's not thinking about it because he's got 5,000 other things to get worried and and figure out before he gets on the air.
0: Right. Doug Doug doesn't strike me as somebody who gets nervous for a game. No. Uh, I remember talking to Jimmy Cephalo. Jimmy told me he did.
2: Um... Well, it's funny for me, for broadcast purposes, I'm usually pretty good, except maybe like the last, but I know we're coming on in a minute, Um but I actually get a little more nervous before PA, because I'm like there in the arena with people like looking down and, and listening okay. and watching than yeah. I am because when I'm on TV or radio, you know, I'm not like talking to, I mean, I am talking to somebody, but not like directly. Um, yeah. Okay. Um... Meryl Reese gets nervous still.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, look, everybody's different. I mean, that's I, you know.
2: Um, that's why he yeah. has the the famous pancakes as his game day meal.
0: Wait, he always eats just pancakes?
2: Yeah. If you if you I've read both of his books. That's why I know his yeah. his pregame meal from the, his very first day in '77 to now. Always, is a stack of pancakes before every meal, before every game, because he's nervous. Oh, okay. No.
0: Oh. Okay. Um, you want to know what I have my pregame meal?
2: Now, the pregame meal I've never known. I know you. We, we all know you got the grapes during the game with Jack. That's because Joanne
0: Joanne pulls the stems out. Correct, yes. Yes. And Jack looks at me and says, and she only is doing that because of you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I said, no, okay. No,
2: but what is the pregame meal for Steve Jones? Although I've seen some because, you know, Beaver spread. The Beaver Stadium spread, of course, but prior to that.
0: It's whatever is Available. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a pregame meal.
2: <laughs> and the Beaver Stadium spread's quite nice. Let me just say. I usually don't partake
0: in that. So. Oh, uh, not usually. Very rare. I usually go up like to the third, fourth floor and I get a hot dog. That doesn't sound very nutritious. I know. But they're pretty good. I like them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you got the grapes During the game So it's fine Yeah Oh yeah
0: <laughs> The grapes Grapes cracked me up So Jack Yeah He had a big bag Of grapes there one day. And he says He says He says You're treating this Like a buffet No he's kidding around so the next game, he shows up and he's got the big bag of grapes and then smaller bag. And the smaller bag's mine. <laughs> I said, oh great, now we're rationing.
2: <laughs> so he's been doing the smaller bags of grapes
0: like I'd say from mid-season on.
2: That's fantastic.
0: All right, and it's and it's just a running joke between the two of us. You're treating this like a buffet. <laughs> so I... I got cut off. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, silly stuff. Rob Windsor, next half hour. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet. Oh, look, it's going to be a little showery tomorrow. It's going to be cold this weekend. You know, you're going to go out and do, do some holiday shopping. And don't forget to patronize our great local businesses. And then, when you finally hunker down to watch some football, right? make sure you're fully stocked at Brewers Outlet. The holidays are upon us. I don't care. I think the next few week- weekends are all holiday weekends. Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and somebody the Beverly Supermarket here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay. Hmm.
1: When car repairs get difficult. Well, I. your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. 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 Out of auto repair.
0: Rob Windsor, next half hour. Dennis Dodd, 406, King at 430. Today's show brought to you by... Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And, of course, today's show also brought to you by our good friends at Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh out every day. Pickle bar barrels and the dills my favorite's indeed second to none stock up now to me the next few weekends are all holiday weekends stock up now at brewer's outlet Reagan street in sunbury the beverage supermarket Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks, they roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And six great flavors of slushies. The pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street in Sumbury. The beverage supermarket. To me, they're all holiday weekends now. Thanksgiving dovetails into this weekend. I do a lot of shopping. Shop locally if you can. And then next weekend, right? Same thing. Then we get into the first bowl weekend in two weeks. Then we get into Christmas weekend. Got Hanukkah. Yeah. How about that? To me, they're all holiday weekends. It's gonna be a little chilly. Once you get home from all your holiday shopping, hey, you know what? Crack open a couple of beverages, enjoy it, and don't forget our bowl picks. All right,
2: next week. How about that? Yes, sir. Always my favorite. We always have a good time
0: with it. Just a lot of fun. Um, it's always a lot of fun. Now, a guy that's played in bowl games and played well in bowl games for Penn State. Bowl number 54, Rob Windsor, now joins us. Member of the Vegas Vipers. Rob, great to have you back. Welcome. Steve,
1: what's up, man? I'm good.
0: Good. Uh This is a defense that ranks number one in the nation in pass breakups, second in pass efficiency, seventh in tackles for loss, seventh in red zone defense, ninth in sacks, ninth in takeaways, 10th in scoring defense, 10th in defensive TDs, 14th in rushing defense, 14th in third down defense, 18th in total defense. So what have we witnessed over the last 12 weeks?
1: You know, what I think we witnessed is the standard of Penn State and, we have a history of having a dominant defense. And it's been like that the last couple of years, right? So when I first got with the team in 2015, the the defense has been our strength since I've been part of Penn State program. And I don't really see that changing. To me, that's really the standard. So it's good to see those guys are holding the line.
0: Felt like from day one, part of the strength of that defense was the secondary what did you see in how they played this year? Because obviously the defensive front set up some of this stuff, but still how the secondary played.
1: Well, if you think about it, they really feed off each other, right? Yeah. So the defensive line pressures the quarterback. He makes a bad pass, and the second the secondary feed off that, and it works the other way around. The secondary has really good coverage, and that gives the defensive line more time to just the quarterback. So it's really that yin and yang relationship they got.
0: P.J. Mustapha is a strong, not not just a good player, but he's a strong personality. What does a strong personality mean in the defensive line room?
1: It means you're the leader. So mm-hmm. he, and hey, he he does have a strong, strong personality. I mean, me and him always joke that you know that's my son and I, I'm real proud because I raised him well
0: <laughs> because he's not afraid to speak up how important is it to not be afraid to speak up but also at the same time have the ability to speak up backed up by personal performance
1: Oh, extremely important so first of all you, you say not be afraid to speak it's important not to be afraid period right so football is a very violent game and you cannot play with any fear and uh just the fact that your your performance has been able to back it up, that just gives what you say, credibility, right? No one can really say anything to discredit you because you're walking the walk before you talk the talk.
0: Adisa Isaac was able to also come back from an injury. Uh, and as time has gone, he's played better and better. What did you see in him this season?
1: You know, I saw him develop a lot as a defensive lineman. Uh, use a lot more moves because that—that's really what it comes down to, is being an elite defensive lineman. Is what kind of what kind of moves are you using to beat an offensive lineman, right? The, the the poor defensive lineman you see, they're just running down the middle of the defensive line. They don't really have a plan. They don't have any moves. And what I think you can accredit this to is the, uh, Deion Barnes. He's doing a great job. Yep. I had a chance to sit with him and talk to him about his coaching philosophy, and I was just really impressed. So. I think these guys are really lucky to have Dion on staff.
0: Yeah, no, Dion has been an important part of what John Scott does up front. A guy that made a move from line he came in as a linebacker, he was in the spring as a linebacker, and then eventually moved to defensive end, He's now the veteran of the team that's Nick Tarburton. Sometimes a guy like that can fly under the radar. How important to you was a Nick Tarburton
1: on this team? Oh, he's a focal point, right? Yep. He, he he sets the edge of the defense. He keeps everything inside. And he's, he's another guy I see getting better and better as it goes. I used to not see Nick as a pass rusher, but these last couple of weeks I've seen him hit a couple swipe moves. For those of you who don't know what that is, I mean someone's trying to punch you and you use both hands to knock the offensive lineman's hand down and really get to the quarterback. So I'm seeing growth in him too. And I think – you know we're gonna we're gonna miss having Nick around next year.
0: Yeah, the uh, Curtis Jacobs is a is a terrific linebacker in his own right. But everybody and justifiably has been talking a lot about Abdul Carter. When you watch that freshman play, what are you seeing?
1: I see potential. That's that's what I see. You know, the sky's the limit for that kid.
0: He's explosive, isn't he?
1: Oh, it's fun to watch. Uh,
0: I've got to ask you that you are trending toward what the USFL I should me the XFL the XFL XFL, XFL, yep. XFL right um, how important is it to you, to, you to, to use that as maybe a jumping off point to get you back into the NFL
1: well that's what it's all about really right so I came out Penn State having a great career I ended up getting drafted to the Colts and it was in 2020 so it was it wasn't the best year you know to get drafted but it was what it was came in I had a really great camp. I was rotating in with the starters. Uh expected to get to get signed but I didn't because you know we didn't have scrimmages that year. So other coaches really couldn't see my film. So the Colts didn't feel like they needed to sign me cuz they didn't think anyone else would pick me up. But if they could see my film, they told me that they would have had to sign me in fear of other teams picking me up. But it was what it was. Next year I got injured so I got cut. <laughs> you know it's just the hand i got dealt and now i see this XFL as an opportunity to get back in the NFL but you don't know no no that's everyone's mindset in the XFL no one is in the XFL to be an XFL hero it's used as a platform to catapult kind of you back in the NFL and the timing of it is set up that way too so the first game is mid february it ends mid april and that gives you about 2 months to get ready for obligated team activities in the NFL so Go in, put out some good film, get signed to a team in spring, and you're back in you're back in the game.
0: Are you gonna be with Vegas?
1: Vegas Vipers, baby.
0: So are the Vegas Vipers gonna play over at what, Sam Boyd Stadium? They're gonna play inside the dome, are they?
1: I don't think they're gonna play inside the dome. But, Steve, we got to we got to get you some Viper gear, man. Yeah. I'll uh, give you the address, I'll give you a hat, we'll, we'll get it going.
0: That sounds good. We'll get some Viper gear out there, get it going. Uh, who's going to coach that team? Do you know?
1: Uh, Rod, I can't – you should look it up right now. He was a Hall of Famer. He played for the Steelers, uh, Raiders, and Chargers. I can't think of his last name, but his first name is Rod.
0: Okay. Vegas Hall- Vipers.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be meeting a lot of good coaches, and that's going to help me network, too, to add to my Oh, Rod network. Woodson.
0: You mean Rod, Rod Woodson. Woodson? Yeah, Rod, Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson, wow. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. Well, you'll learn a lot from me. Hey, look, you know what Rod Woodson did? Rod Woodson tore his ACL in a season, right? Now, uh-huh. in the season, he tore it. And he busted his backside and got back and played in the Super Bowl against the Cowboys that year. So you're playing for a coach that's got some guts.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: Well, I wish you the best of luck with all this uh, because, you know, you always play with a lot of heart. And I think hard is something that needs to be measured and you can see it on the tape and hopefully there'll be plenty of NFL scouts. that will be there to take a long look at this starting in February and then going all the way through.
1: Steve, I appreciate that, man. Cause you know, that's one thing about me. You know, let me, let me leave you with this. Yeah. Coach Pry had a quote. He'd say a lot. And it was one of my favorites. There's two types of football players. There's one. That loves being a football player, and there's another that just loves football, and it's clear which one I am. I love the game. Yep. And what 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 that really means is there's some guys who just like you know they like that everyone knows who they are. They're like posting pictures on Instagram, but they don't really love the grind like I love the grind. So, and that's what's taking me this far.
0: Yeah, yep. no question. I remember you were a, a relatively late guy on the list. To come to Penn State.
1: Oh, I was I was yeah. the lowest recruit. I, uh, was the, I was the lowest recruit.
0: And guess what? You came in and increased your star level. How about that? That's what, right. What were, were you? Do it again. You were a three. I'd say you, you left here easily a four and a half, if not better.
1: Oh, without a doubt.
0: Yep. So, Rob, it's always a pleasure. Hopefully, this isn't the last time we talk, and I want to watch. I'm going to watch as many Vipers games as possible so I can uh, keep track of how you're doing.
1: Thanks, Steve. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hey. I'm gonna send you that hat now. You give me your address.
0: All right, you got it. Thanks, Rob.
1: All right, take care, Steve. <laughs>
2: Back here on the Steve Jones Show. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 Humble's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. And every Friday show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Make sure you get stocked up for the weekend. Steve's right. Every weekend during December is a holiday weekend. So make sure you get stocked up now. All the great games coming up this weekend across football, college football, in the NFL. A lot of good games. Yeah, all the way around like, this weekend. Kick
0: back and just enjoy. I mean, I, I'm off this weekend.
2: There you go. So you're going to yeah. be enjoying. I
0: have not. Uh, just turns out that uh, the um, just turned out <laughs> that I didn't have to do anything. I mean, no games, nothing. It's all good. Well, that's the way. It, that's the way she. That's the way she played out. You know, not bad. So I'm going to sit back and I'm going to enjoy it. I mean, usually we have a game. But they decided with with basketball with us that they would uh, they decided that they would uh, kick it the next weekend. For example, Illinois plays Illinois plays tonight with Maryland in the Big Ten opener. Michigan State plays Northwestern I think Sunday. And then they come here. And and Illinois has got a game with Texas at Madison Square Garden coming up on Tuesday. So it's it it's really jumbled. Uh, let's see Yeah, it's really jumbled this year as to how they're doing it. Penn State is playing back to back games to open. But, you know, but it's on Wednesday and Saturday. I know what you're wondering. I have, I do not know what time I'm leaving next Friday, so I don't know that yet. Um, Those basketball events. Everybody's and 0 in the conference. I know that's shocking. Let's see. Schedule. Um, Yeah, so coming up tonight, Illinois is at Maryland. All right. And tomorrow, Indiana is at Rutgers, and Wisconsin has a non-conference game at Marquette, and St. Francis is at Ohio State in the non-conference game. Then... Sunday, Michigan's playing Kentucky in London Nebraska non-conference game, backyard game with Creighton, then there are two conference games on Sunday, Northwestern's at Michigan State, and Minnesota's at Purdue then on Tuesday, I mentioned Illinois is playing Texas then Maryland plays Wisconsin then Wednesday, Michigan State's here and Nebraska's in Indiana and Thursday, see they got them all spread out for TV Rutgers, Ohio State, Michigan, Minnesota. Then Iowa State has to play Iowa in that Seahawks game. And Saturday, Penn State and Illinois are at noon, Purdue, Nebraska, and Michigan State, because they already will have played two conference games, goes non-conference with Brown. In Indiana, same story, they've got a non-conference game with Arizona. And then Penn State's off for a week because they have finals before they host Canisius on a Sunday, Sunday at noon on the 18th. And then Quinnipiac's here on the late game, in fact, on the 22nd. Ew. That's interesting. Hmm. Delaware State game on the 29th is at 2 o'clock. Okay. I like that. Should I get you a Viper's hat, too? Sure, why not? Oh, for goodness sakes, there's no enthusiasm. What <laughs> is wrong with you?
2: God, every time I turn around, it's like pulling teeth. I don't really watch the XFL, but... Oh, come I'll, on! I'll, I'll root on Robert. He's—he's. He's, this is a good story, and I hope he uses this to get back in the NFL.
0: God, you're just so negative. <laughs> Golly!
2: What are you doing? How about that being coached by Rod Woodson, though? Yeah. That's not bad is, for a coach. But, but that's another good
0: element to this. Okay. So let me give you an example. The USFL. Now, the USFL, USFL was not a feeder system. I'm talking about the old USFL. It was not a feeder system for the NFL. It was not. Ended up down the road that a lot of those guys ended up playing in the NFL. But I'll give you an example. You know who the coach of the Philadelphia Stars was? They won, they won two titles. Jim Mora. Well, Jim Mora ended up being a really good head coach in the NFL. So, it can work. You know, and maybe Rod Woodson, for him, this is an opportunity for him to show everybody he can coach and can be a head coach and get it done. I mean that's an opportunity for him as well. We got Dennis Dodd next half hour. Looking forward to that. King in the final half hour. This is always the suspenseful moment where I find out exactly how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to conjure up whether I care.
2: All right, so <laughs> Well, King and I went six and four. You went five and five last week. You still have a two game lead on me. Wow, I feel so good about myself. All right. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, The World Cup tomorrow is the U.S. and Netherlands at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. tomorrow. You see Drew Pine, the Notre Dame quarterback, put his name into the transfer Yeah, I saw that. I wonder if they have told him in no uncertain terms that Buckner is the the quarterback.
2: Which to me would be an all-time awful decision. Because Pine, Pine's Pine's not a great quarterback, but I mean, you did win eight games with him. He's eight and two. Yeah, I, I would say they've won in spite of him in some of those eight wins. But overall, he wasn't bad.
0: 22 touchdowns, only 6 interceptions
2: but I think, I still think with the way the transfer portal is currently with quarterbacks, I think Notre Dame can do better and get somebody else who? well, Will Levis for one Will Levis is
0: going to the NFL draft
2: right. well that scratches him, I thought he was just transferring
0: no, he's, he's opted for the NFL draft he's going to be a first round pick Our bonds will be lifelong. Really? Patronage.